Welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I am your announcer, Evan Lionheart of evanlionheart.com in New Jersey, and in just a moment we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California, Conjurman of Conjurman Consulting in Mission Viejo, California, and this week's special guest. Sister Girl of SisterGirlConjure.com in Los Angeles, California, on COVID and the Black community. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening. But if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment. But first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman. Ms. Kat? Hi. Thank you, Evan. Well, I'm going to make this really short because we've got a very complex topic today and we're going to try to spend more time on the panel discussion, but I just wanted to catch you up on what I've been doing. I've been doing my weekly Patreon uh, mail-outs, and I've been having a lot of fun with them. Um, I am now up to week four, and um, as often happens when working on a topic that seems very simple, a a sort of a semi-obscure form of fortune-telling, just trying to taxonomize something leads to definitions of terms and that leads to, you know, three or four centuries worth of documentation. And then of course there's the scanning and then there's the photoshopping. And I realized, you know, that three days have passed and I haven't even produced my page yet because just this simple little topic, wheels and spinners, has turned into what probably could have been an entire book, like Paper in My Shoe or Bottle Up and Go. So I'm doing my best for my patrons. It will go out on the 28th. I'm also getting together for the upper-level patrons the um, the fabulous treats that you're going to get. And believe me, they are fabulous. And um, we're filling boxes right now with fabulous treats. And um, so anyway, if you haven't considered becoming my supporter on Patreon, please do. Look it up. Um, Patreon.com forward slash Catherine Ironwood. And um, it you can get in for as little as $2 and get one free article a week, uh, a month rather. Um, or for $4, you get two free articles. For $8, you get four free articles. And uh, beyond that, the sky's the limit. I'll, I'll send you, um, you know, a young tree to plant, whatever you want. At some, at some point, <laughs> at some point, I'll send you something really super special. But no, I'm not sending people trees to plant because that re- implies responsibility. I'm sending them um, porcelain ware and paper goods, mostly. <laughs> so, so that's what I've been up to. It's been lovely um, getting used to having a, a sane president. I think that's about all I have to say. How about you, Ollie? What's new with you? 
Oh, you know, been busy as as usual. Um, uh, just to kind of two real quick things to re- to report. First, um, for for those that have been listening to sort of the annual forecast that I've done since December and and last week, I mentioned that. 2021 is the year of the broken road, but in particular, we're going to see massive sort of labor movements emerge. So this past week, just a little uh, pat on my back, because, you know, sometimes I can be good. Not always, but sometimes. Um, What we ended up seeing is the Teamsters went on strike in New York, a massive strike. And uh, AOC, Alexia Ocasio-Cortez joined them. Um, And at the same time, there was a union formed for the very first time for Instacart. So we're already starting to see, and unfortunately Instacart fired those uh, uh, employees. So we're starting to see this, and it's going to be an ongoing issue. The kind of division between bosses and workers are really, it's really going to come into stark relief. And we're going to see this kind of labor movement emerge as protests. Um, we're going to see bigger unions and particularly around tech and services. So that's, that's been interesting to see it manifest so quickly. Um, it was the big theme of the Great Conjunction, but also the theme of 2021's annual forecast, where you cast the horoscope for the year. Um, besides the sort of big mundane astrology picture, mostly I've been doing readings for clients. Um, I've been doing year-ahead readings. I've been doing birth chart readings, geomancy readings. It's been very fun. It's my favorite types of readings to do is really to dive in and help people figure out uh, where their life is headed, you know, what their chances of marriage are, what their chances of the job are and whatnot. I actually just got a report back from a client. So around December 28th or so, I did a reading for a client about their 2021 forecast. And they were very interested in love. Like, is love going to pan out? And the one question they had is like, hey, is my ex going to show up? We've had this, we had this really great fling earlier in the year, COVID kind of split us apart and I've had no contact whatsoever. And looking at their, their annual chart, I was like, yeah, they're probably going to show up around end of January. You're going to have contact. Lo and behold, Thursday, I get an email from them and they're like, you'll never guess who got in contact with me. So it turned out to be more middle of the month rather than end of the month, but it certainly came true. So that was a nice little uh, report that I ended up getting for, for the uh, week. Wow. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I've been I've been working a lot with the um, the love issues, of course, caused by oh, yeah. COVID too. So we've talked about yep. that before. Oh yeah, that's oh, good yeah. to know. You got a you got something good happen there. A little bit of All good right. in, well, a, in a we, very funky year. <laughs> yeah, we we have a lot to um, get to today. Uh, Sister Girl has brought us this topic. Uh, COVID in the black community. And I want to, again, before we plunge into it, thank Papa G, who stepped back. He was scheduled for this week, and he stepped back, and he said, now put me back in the line somewhere else. Let's get this thing out front. So uh, thank you, Papa G, for for your kindness. And now uh, let's bring in Sister Girl. So Sister Girl, first of all, let's talk about who you are, because there's always people who don't know. Um, tell us a little bit about your practice, and then let's just jump right into this, okay? Oh, sure. Uh, I have, am the uh, I'm the woman behind Sister Girl Conjure, and I've been involved in hoodoo for several years now. I'm actually initiated into the African traditional religions, but I have American Southern roots, uh, and you know I'm a member of the Black community as well, and I 
have been doing uh, working through AIR, uh, Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, for about three years now, almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. to to help people with whatever I can do, reading tarot cards, and also I have specialized in candle magic. That's what I really love. So that's what I'm all about. And I'm here in lockdown in Los Angeles and uh, getting through it just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Well, being locked down is everyone's condition right now. Now, you brought us this topic, so I'm going to say why I wanted to hear you talk about it. Because what's been happening um, in the black community has been disturbing on two counts. First of all, a larger number of African Americans are dying of COVID-19 relative Mm -hmm. to their population in the United States. One reason we can attribute is that this too is that they have um, uh, lesser care. Um, fewer of them have health care. This would all have been solved had we elected Bernie Sanders president. Too late, too late. Um, we don't have a Medicare for all, and so there are people who are caught without any health care at all. So that is one reason we could attribute it to poverty and systemic racism. But there are other factors that seem to be playing into this, and the um, factors of who gets COVID and how bad they get it are connected to other things. And um, we want to talk about that. But there's also, that's part two. So part one is systemic racism, um, economic disadvantage. Part two is the genetic basis of infection and death. And part three is what I kind of want you to talk about. Why do people in the black community so distrust the medical community to the point that they are posting very self-damaging information such as don't get a vaccination, it is there just to make you, um, use you as a guinea pig, and or don't trust the white people. Remember the Tuskegee experiments where people were intentionally left to be have untreated syphilis as a control group against treating white people um, with um, antibiotics. And so don't ever trust the white doctors. So these things are on people's minds, but they're also dangerous thoughts. And, of course, yes. I've also... I've also heard people say that, you know, just folk remedies will be enough. You know, it was good enough for my grandmother, you know, but they don't know about their great-grandfather who died in the flu epidemic in 1918. The folk remedies are not not always as efficient. So I'm going to turn this over to you, and I do have some things to say later, but I want you to start in with this and just take us there and, and see what we can learn. Thank you, Ms. Cat. So I just want to start off by saying to everybody, do never delay medical advice or seeking proper licensed medical treatment based on anything that you hear on this program with me today. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Secondly, I do want to say that COVID-19 is now the third leading cause of death for blacks in the U.S., and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I wanted to speak about it because I also have friends and family that are saying, I'm going to wait I don't know about this vaccine. I don't trust it. I've heard, um, you know, recently Hank Aaron died after receiving the vaccine a few weeks ago. People said, oh, he died the next day. It'll kill black Mm -hmm. people. They're trying to kill us. It's a genocide. 
uh, oh, it's not safe. It'll hurt your reproduction, reproductive abilities. It'll um, uh, change your DNA. Uh, it's not. I I prefer to use Chinese herbs or regular herbs or diet and exercise. Or my own immunity is going to help me. And uh, you know, it's it's all just the facts. The facts are different from what is being represented by these thoughts. Uh, it's important to me to convey the safety of the vaccine and also to let people know that black doctors black scientists and black researchers and physicians have been, they've been behind this vaccine. Mm -hmm. They've been behind the, the um, study of it, the, the trial of it, the testing of it. And that it is important to note the structural racism that has, that has contributed to the low level of trust. And I think that's why we're Mm -hmm. seeing all these different comments and this misinformation because there was the Tuskegee experiment um, which was sanctioned by the government, which was, which was, was advocated and, and, and put in place by the government. So of course um, there is reason for the mistrust. It's, I never want to say, Oh, you shouldn't be mistrustful. You're just being silly. That's not true. There has been reason for mistrust, but this is a new day. Not only have black doctors and scientists been involved in formulating this vaccine, but also uh, black uh, people were tested in proportion to the population in the vaccine trial. So it has been tested on African Americans and and blacks. It has been tested on – it it didn't skip any of the trials. Like people think, oh, this, this vaccine came about too fast. Well, I thought that too. I thought, oh, it's been it's pretty fast. I don't know if I really want to get this because it's been it's so fast and being developed. And that and it really the technology for this vaccine was not developed fast. This vaccine that we now have has been based on technology that was um, that was started 15 years ago with the SARS-CoV-1. Uh, that they started making right. the vaccine then. And, mm-hmm. it, and so, so they took that all that technology and information, and they modified it for this COVID two vaccine. And so mm-hmm. it's not; it hasn't been fast. What was fast was the funding to get it um, to get it uh, tested. And what was was fast was the Emergency Use Act, uh, which allowed the FDA to change their their um, their rules and restrictions. So that so that it, it could get tested and it can get out there fast, but it was not. There were no shortcuts taken. Animals were tested. Primate, non-human primates. I mean, that's controversial, but still, every test was done. Um, every test was done, and there is no, uh, there is no nobody in the trial. Of tens tens of thousands of people were tested. No one died from the vaccine. Um, no one lost their reproductive ability or it wasn't impaired by the vaccine. And there was a little bit of reaction to, in some people who already have allergic reactions to the flu vaccine and other vaccines like that, but it was less than the flu vaccine and that allergic reaction was addressed with with medication and it was resolved. So mm-hmm. the the... It, 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 only 14% of black people right now want to get this vaccine. And, but wow, that's we're, terrible. We're, but we're more likely to contract uh, SARS-CoV-2. 
to mm-hmm. be um to be hospitalized from it or to mm-hmm. die from it and to have long term obviously to have long term effects of it after. So and that includes lung impairment, um heart impairment, kidney impairment for and that could last years. We don't really know. And it'll definitely burden the healthcare system and it'll burden our community um our community for, for, for years. And because black people are a communal people, we, our mm-hmm. behavior, our behavior in my, our behavior impacts each other profoundly. And mm-hmm. so it's very, that's why I also wanted to speak about it because, you know, it's, it's that important. If we, we've been so disrupted, our lives have all been so disrupted in this past year. The only way, to, and that includes, so that means our mental health, um, addiction, abuse, our jobs, our, our everything, our, our social networks. So if we want to get any of that back, if we want to get any normalcy back, we need to get this vaccine. And, and it start, the problem is not only is there the systemic racism, which, you know, the virus is a reminder of deep, big, deeper inequities. We can't wait for equity before we get the vaccine. And I think that's what mm-hmm. people are reacting to. I think that people are like, well, there's been so much inequity, I'm not going to get the vaccine now. But that's not the answer. Uh, we, we're not going to have equity before we get the mm. vaccine out. We need to mm-hmm. go on ahead and get, and get the vaccine and get our life back, and then we can work on equity. That is that is so well put. Um, the virus is a reminder of deeper inequities, and mm. this is where I I feel like you know what do you say to somebody who says, "But the Tuskegee experiment," you know, I mean, they they are living um, a past of damage and expecting more damage. Um, there is a moment, there is a point in life where you have to trust and move forward. Um, and not think that all people of a certain oppressive group will be out to oppress you. I mean, uh, speaking as a Jew, uh, I was taught by my mother to literally fear, leave the room, and run away from people with blue eyes and blonde hair. Do not be in a room with them alone. If they outnumber you, if there are more blue-eyed, gray-eyed, green-eyed, and blonde or dirty blonde people in the room, and you are there with them, leave the room. Now, I got over that. My mother had reasons for thinking it, you know, but time marches on. It still makes me a little creeped out, but, you know, it's okay. It's it's okay. Um, and I'm sure as a black woman, you've experienced that too. All of a sudden you look around the room and you go, uh-oh, right? You know what I'm talking about? I I know what you're talking about. I mean, because I was sort of socialized as a kid to deal with that, I didn't realize how much I had been socialized to deal with it. Yeah, I was I was socialized the opposite way. I was socialized to fear it, fear it. Now, having said that, um, you cannot live that way and move forward in life. You just become a victim in a corner, you know. Yeah. And so the idea that yes, the, the Tuskegee experiment was real, you know. And as a as a Jewish person, I could say, um, yeah, Dr. Mengele was real. I mean, these experiments really were done on Jews, really, really, really. But you have to say at some point they're trying to do better now and give a little bit of trust because the opposite of that trust is going to be death. 
It's just going to be there. And is is, you said one other thing here, and I want to get to this, that long-term, what they call long haulers, the long-term COVID sufferers, they're going to be with us for the rest of their lives. And I don't think that people are, are ready for that yet. These people are impaired for the rest of their lives. It's not just you die or you don't die, right? So you don't want to, to live that life. You can say, oh, well, you know, grandmother was 89 and she would have died anyway. Okay, fine. But what about, you know, cousin Louis, who is, you know, 37, and now he's, you know, a lung cripple for life. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hardly yeah. think that Dr. Fauci is wants us is in on a conspiracy. I just don't think so. No, yeah, no. I, I I agree. Now, I I if you don't mind, I'd like to put through a little something about something about Dr. Fauci here, if you don't mind. And this is going to take a little while. I'm going to read it, but I'm going to post it too. This is a response. Uh, to black Facebook and black Twitter memes that urge black people not to get vaccinated against COVID or that characterize Dr. Anthony Fauci as a white devil who intends to experiment on black people. And I'm not making this up. I have seen these. I've seen these posts. Um, I wrote this instead of responding in Facebook. I wrote it because I felt that... um, Oh, my gosh, I didn't want to get into arguments with people, but I wanted to say something. So I wrote this thing for this show. Dr. Fauci knows, as statistics show, that black people are dying of COVID at higher rates than others. He is trying to help. He is trying to solve the problem by using data from multiple, multiple studies from Europe, where the black folks are African immigrants, and from America, all of which bear this out. Be patient with me here. I'm going to go through it in 21 easy steps. (laughs) Y'all know me. It's not worth going through it. Let's get 21 easy steps. Number one, melanin in the skin prevents sunburn and skin cancer in the tropics. Skin cancer accounts for 35 to 45% of all cancers in Caucasians but only 4 to 5% of all cancers in Hispanics, 2 to 4% in Asians, and 1 to 2% in blacks. In other words, melanistic skin makes a person almost immune to skin cancer, but pale people get skin cancer all the time. Okay, number two, vitamin D is absorbed through the skin. Vitamin D is responsible for good bone strength, and it also helps fight off a wide range of diseases. Number three, the more melanin in your skin, the less quickly vitamin D is absorbed. Vitamin D is absorbed faster through pale skin. The melanin is just a little dark layer. The vitamin D doesn't get absorbed. Four, the older you become, the less your skin, no matter what its color, is able to absorb vitamin D. Five, vitamin D is fat-soluble and is stored in the fat in the body. So the more obese you are, the more vitamin D is trapped in your body fat and is unavailable to your body for use. Number six, In the tropics, the difference in the length of daylight or sun time between summer and winter is minimal. So vitamin D absorption is consistent throughout the year. Number seven, 
In the tropics, black people get enough vitamin D through their skin, and they are also protected from sunburn and skin cancer. Only if they are very old or very obese might they have a vitamin D deficiency. Number eight, in the higher latitudes, both north and south, the difference between the amount of sunlight varies greatly between winter and summer. There is much less sunlight in winter than in summer, meaning there is less time every day to absorb vitamin D in the winter. Number nine, people who evolved to live in the far north in ancient times developed paler skin so that they could get enough vitamin D in the winter. Number 10, with global travel, people can live anywhere, and this poses some inherent genetic difficulties. Pale-skinned people are likely to develop sunburn and skin cancer if they live in the tropics. And people with melanistic skin are likely to develop vitamin D deficiency if they live in the far north. Number 11, all people living above the 35th parallel to develop vitamin D deficiency in winter. But people with melanistic skin, older people of any skin color, and obese people may develop vitamin D deficiency even in summer if they live above the 35th parallel. Number 12, vitamin D deficiency has repeatedly been linked to cases of and deaths from COVID-19. Having enough vitamin D in circulation in the body has repeatedly been shown to prevent COVID-19 infection and to lower death rates among those who get infected. Number 13, stop. Let me repeat that because this is what Dr. Fauci assumes you would know if you were following the science reports. Vitamin D deficiency has repeatedly been linked to cases of and deaths from COVID-19. Number 14, vitamin D is available in the form of supplements to aid those who do not get enough sun, who live above the 35th parallel, who have melanistic skin, who are older, or who are obese. Some foods are laced with vitamin D, milk in particular, but they only provide a very low level of support. Lactose intolerance leads to reduced drinking of the vitamin D milk, and many black and Asian people are lactose intolerant. Number 15, winter is here. Do you take 2,000 to 4,000 international units of vitamin D daily? You should if you have melanistic skin or if you are over the age of 60 or are obese. Number 16, by asking black people, older people seen first, Dr. Fauci is not trying to use black people, old people, or obese people as guinea pigs or crash test dummies. He is trying to get the vaccine to the most vulnerable populations first. He is trying to save lives. Number 17, please, while awaiting the vaccine, if you have melanistic skin, live above the 35th parallel or are over the age of 60, or are obese, take 2,000 to 4,000 IU of vitamin D daily. It can save your life. Number 18, for bonus points, 
In the USA, the 35th parallel defines the southern border of Tennessee, part of the southern border of North Carolina, and the northern borders of Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. It runs through Texas. It passes just south of Albuquerque, New Mexico. It runs through Arizona. It crosses the southern tip of Nevada. In California, it is just north of the town of Santa Maria. Look on a map. No part of the USA is in the tropics. If you live north of the 35th parallel, you need a vitamin D supplement in winter. And if you have melanistic skin, are over 60 or are obese, you will probably need a vitamin D supplement every day. Number 19. Although a genetic variation like melanistic skin does convey benefits, almost no skin cancer, it is offset by risks, chronic vitamin D deficiency above the 35th parallel. And in this case, the risk can be offset by wise use of dietary supplements. Number 20, black people who decide to live with chronic vitamin D deficiency are getting infected and dying from COVID-19 at very high rates right now, much higher than pale-skinned people. However, as winter leads to shorter daylight hours above the 35th parallel, even white people will start to suffer from vitamin D deficiency, and their infection and death rates from COVID-19 have risen accordingly. Number 21, vitamin D supplementation lowers your risk of getting or dying from COVID-19, but only a vaccination will prevent the infection. If you don't believe in science or if you believe that pale-skinned people like Dr. Fauci are devils or demons, this information will not help you. Well, I can attest to the... Oh, oh. Oh, that's the end. Oh, okay. I can I can attest to the, the vitamin D deficiency. I was tested by a, um, a nurse about 10 years ago, and I had extremely low vitamin D uh, levels mm. in the blood. So she contacted me saying, you have to be on vitamin D3 immediately. Uh, don't mm-hmm. before you do anything else because like if my level my minimum level should have been like 50 mm-hmm. I was um, I was at 8 and I don't even mm-hmm. have you know really dark skin I've got it's like a brown but it's not like a dark black and so right. mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, it's very um, it's very serious and it is true that vitamin D levels um, do affect responses to COVID uh, because, you know, this disease, what they're finding is that this disease is uh, an inflammatory disease. It's an, mm-hmm. And so and mm-hmm. who, the people who have higher inflammation, which tend to be poorer, minority, non-white groups for many different reasons, uh, tend to also be getting this disease uh, to mm-hmm. more detrimental effects. Um, that doesn't mean only those groups, but definitely those groups and mm-hmm. you know um, I think that we should all see this vaccine as an opportunity to um, get our lives back and to see to see what the future holds because we don't really mm-hmm. if we if this disease keeps getting out of control and out of proportion it's it's not gonna we're not gonna have our lives back uh, there is a database yeah. a, CD, a CDC database called vSafe where people are reporting data, because even though there were tens of thousands of people in the trials, mm-hmm. um, there were millions of people who've received the vaccine since it's come out. So mm-hmm. those people mm-hmm. are able to report, report any of their symptoms, any of their side effects, uh, anything that's going on in VSAFE. 
and that's that's a resource that people can look at just in case they're if they're curious or if they if they're unsure. Yeah, I think the, yeah. the real important thing to point out here is that the, this vaccine, if not taking this vaccine, will actually result in the very thing that people are afraid of. So the fear yeah. is that that the vaccine is somehow going to target, destroy minoritized communities. But by not taking the vaccine, you will allow COVID to do that. We will end up with a society in which you have a population who trusted the vaccine who will survive and a population who didn't trust the vaccine who will end up having their population decimated as a result of COVID. That's the unintended consequence. Now, look, the reality here is that systemic racism is really built through these historic structures and this experience. But it's super important to understand that this is just not a matter of the past. And it's not a matter that you could just kind of move beyond, oh, this happened in the past. Let's move on. That's impossible to do. One, because the current system is racist. There is racial bias in the medical profession. There was a study that was done that said 50% of medical students, think about that, 50% of medical students thought that black people were biologically built different to feel pain. And so as a result, black women Mm -hmm. in particular would find their concerns not addressed by doctors. They go and they say, hey, I have a pain in my body, and the doctor, having racial bias, would go, oh, that's not, not a big deal. There's a very important saying that what, what white officers are to black men, white doctors are to black women. So there's a wow. genuine distrust here because of this racial bias, and it's impossible to move forward without accountability or justice. But this vaccine is part of that accountability. This vaccine is what is owed to the black community. It needs to be seen not as something that is going to destroy the black community, but as what is genuinely owed to the black community. It is a way of saving a community that is disproportionately feeling the effects of COVID because of our racist structures, because of our unequal, unequal healthcare system, because of all these systemic issues. So we need to rethink how we think about the vaccine, right? Minoritized communities, and this is, this, is unique, this is the same among a lot of marginalized communities. We find similar uh, issues in the Latin American community, the immigrant community, the Middle Eastern community, a deeper distrust. That distrust is warranted. That this distrust mm-hmm. is understandable. The history there is horrific. I mean, I was just reading the other day about how the CIA – uh, set up a, uh, a, a vaccine center in Pakistan. But what they were actually doing was testing people's blood to see if they were related to Osama bin Laden. So, like, there's a genuine reason to be mistrustful of it. But this vaccine is actually not just an opportunity, but it is the very, thing, it is the very medical reparation that is owed to these communities. It's a way of saying, look, we recognize that right now this virus is out of control and this virus isn't affecting the people who can quarantine in their $6 million houses. This isn't, this, uh, you know, disease isn't having the same impact for people who can afford fantastic health care. I mean, we just saw the whole Trump administration just get hit with the COVID as if it was the red fucking plague sweeping through them. And all of them did a little stint, all of all of them did a little stint in the hospital, managed to get those nice, cool medical cocktails, and then they came right back out there. If, 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 if you know, you can imagine Chris Christie's ass surviving COVID, that tells you how unequal their access is to medicine. 
So what the COVID right. vaccine does is it tries to address that. It says, look, all the good mm-hmm. stuff that the people who are surviving are getting, let's get this out to the most vulnerable in our communities. Let's get this out mm-hmm. to the people who really, really need it. So don't see the COVID vaccine as an experiment. See it as a medical reparation. It's owed to yes. you. You deserve the vaccine. The thing that rich people have been surviving is now owed to you. Yep. And you know, I understand I, that the vaccine I, will be free. Yeah, I do. And I do understand the idea of don't trust them. You know, um, how did they get all those Jews into the gas chambers? They told them right, that they right. were going to de-louse them. Here, you guys yeah. got lice when you were on the cattle trains coming out here. We're going to get all the – we have some lice soap. and We'll just go in there and wash yourself in these showers, and um, don't worry. So, yeah, trusting trusting um, the Uber lords, as it were, is not easy. You know, <laughs> exactly. it's not easy. But um, – and, and there are people who will say, I will not get that vaccine. Okay, but um, but then it, when – you know, it's it's like six and one half dozen. Then you're gonna watch all your family die. Well, at least they didn't yeah, get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. It's really difficult. Um, yep, yep, yep. It's a really and difficult this, choice. And I'm not saying that someone who doesn't choose the vaccine is ignorant or deserves to die. I'm not saying that. Their distrust level is high for really obvious reasons. Um, right, right. But you know, there, there's going to be there's going to be repercussions, and. Uh, this is, it's serious. It's really serious, yeah. folks. Something, At least take the vitamin they, D if you don't want to take the vaccine. <laughs> something you said, Kat, that I thought was is very, very important, is you mentioned that the impact is going to affect the older generation in particular, right? Mm-hmm. You, and you said, you're like, okay, maybe you'll be fine, but grandma or grandpa, who's, I think you said something like, oh, they're 80 or something, it'll affect them. They'll end up dying. And, there, and that's a really important point. We've seen what happens when the older generation gets wiped out by a particular disease. We saw that in the gay community. If you mm-hmm. ask uh, uh, gay men in particular and, and lesbian women, if you ask them and, and trans women and you ask them, go, what was the big impact of the AIDS epidemic? And they say, we lost a generation. Yes. We don't have ancestors. Our elders are gone. Right. This is something that you'll hear amongst, and I see it from my clients. I see it from colleagues. They talk about that. That's what we're going to. Have. We don't have any elders, and this is something that we're going to end up seeing if we don't. Like, look, you'll survive COVID, okay, maybe, but you took out your aunt, your uncle, and your grandma, and your uncle and your grandma in the process because you spread mm-hmm. the disease because you were unwilling to. Take, you will wipe out the elders. You will wipe out mm-hmm. a generation. And this is something that communities of color, minoritized communities in particular, need to be aware of. If you're an immigrant community, you only have one generation of elders. You literally only have one generation of elders. The black community has mm-hmm. already survived the decimation of their elders in a variety of different ways, from civil rights, from the issue of, of, of health care, of an ongoing issue of health care, from police brutality. Allowing COVID to decimate the elders is the consequence of saying, I am not going to take that COVID vaccine. I understand mm-hmm. the mistrust. It's a, it's a completely understandable and justifiable mistrust. But that vaccine is owed to you. Take what is owed to you to help that community survive. Because the issue of COVID is not just a healthcare issue. As Sister Girl said so beautifully, and, and we mentioned this last year too, is like, the issue of, the, of COVID is that it's uncovering the, the inequalities of our system. That stuff won't go away anytime soon. We take COVID to survive so that we can then address 
the medical racism, the systemic racism, income inequality, health care in this country, right? We still don't have, as Kat said, we don't have universal health care. We don't have Medicare for all. We're not going to be able to even have that argument if we allow COVID to decimate communities. What happens to our demographics if whole communities get wiped out from COVID? We're coming up on half a million deaths. Sometimes I think people think in the abstract and they quite can't wrap their heads around this, right? Half a million Mm -hmm. deaths, which disproportionately affect communities of color and black communities. That is Mm -hmm. immense. That is traumatic. And that's going to have an impact on what we can do in the future if we don't survive this disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to just emphasize again that black doctors want you to take this. They, 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 they form the black scientists formulated it. And also no standard was missed. Like the, the reason this is an MRNA vaccine, the messenger RNA vaccine. So FDA standards were easier to reach as opposed to mm-hmm. other vaccines. That's another reason why it was a little bit easier to get out. Emergency use authorization, but no steps were skipped in terms of testing it or in terms of um, the trials. And all of the vaccines, Moderna, BioNTech, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Novavax, they're, they all, they're all based on the same research. And they, they, mm-hmm. they have, that's why they have a similar efficacy. So... And let me just say the vaccine makes a spike protein in your body. It doesn't change your DNA. It makes a spike protein in your body so that if, if, the, vac- if the virus enters the body, that protein will attack it. It'll say, hey, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be here, and your body will attack the COVID. It's not going to mm-hmm. mutate your cells. It's going to make you able to recognize COVID and fight the COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is, I think, there's a there's a comment from Doctor. I'm sorry. There's a comment from Doctor Sweets in the uh, chat log. Um, uh, the other problem is getting a good vitamin D3 pills. They're all sold out. And um, mm. and um, Onyx Rose says, ask your doctor for vitamin D. She can prescribe them. And um, so. That is true, and get a vitamin D test. You can you can get a vitamin D test. I wish mm-hmm. they had some sort of a dip strip or, you know, a little blood testing you could do at home, but you have to go to a hospital to get it. And of course, people don't want to go to a hospital. It's the same old thing. So just assume that you're vitamin D deficient if you mm-hmm. have brown or black skin. Okay, just assume it. <laughs> the, and this and is again, where, yeah. where, where conjure doctors and root doctors and root workers can really step in. As spiritual practitioners, there's a a level of trust and weight that is put on their words. You, this is where you can step up and say health is super important. You're worried about love. You're worried about money. You're worried about all the, all those things are really super crucial, but health comes first. You need to be able to survive. You need to preserve the body before you can do anything. If you're not in a state of health, if you're not in a state of just surviving, you're not going to be able to, to do it. It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? You've got to have those mm-hmm. basic biological needs addressed first. You've got to be able to survive if you want to become a Fortune 500 person, if you want to become that rich person, if you want to become super successful, if you want to go on to become a celebrity. All that stuff comes after you actually surviving. And right now we're in the survival mode. And so it is important 
and one of the, my big frustrations with the spiritual community sometimes, and one of the reasons why I don't get involved at the online level, is there is a deep anti-vax overlap with some of the New Age spiritual groups. And I've seen it a lot, the idea that you can't trust this vaccine, you can't trust any vaccine. And, there, and it, that can lead to serious danger, particularly because people like that, their words have weight in certain circles. Their words are impactful. And so if you are a root doctor, if you are a root worker, if you are a conjure practitioner, if you are a reader, I think there's a moral imperative here to speak out. There's a moral imperative to, to tell your clients and to acknowledge, hey, it's great that we can work on your personal goals, but let's also make sure that you're healthy along the way. Let's make sure that communities are being served here. If you're not serving a community, but you've put up your shingles, then you need to start asking yourself if you're willing to make money off people but not willing to help people. This is a question I think every root doctor should really confront themselves. What are they doing to ensure that the communities that they serve are protective and served medically and health-wise? And this is what the Black Panthers did back in the day. They literally set up mm-hmm. the word self-care nowadays is mismangled horribly, mostly by people who you know, want to have brunch and go to yoga. But in actuality, the original term of self care comes from black feminism. Self-care was about literally setting up community clinics in order to ensure that people got their vaccinations, that they took their insulin shots for diabetes. It was about making sure the community had health care. And I think that idea needs to be part of our spirituality as well. I'm not saying you should go and set up a clinic. But I am saying that if you have a platform, you should speak out. It's what we're doing here. If you're a reader, you should be able to push. You should be able to push your clients to do the right thing, and you should also reject those spiritual leaders who see who spread the seeds of doubt and mistrust and deceptions and conspiracy theories and lies. We should be able to call it out and say, "No, there is the great goddess isn't telling you to be an anti-vaxer." No, the Holy God didn't speak to you and tell you that there's alien DNA in the vaccine. You need, we need to be able to call that stuff out because we get accused of being bullshit artists and subjective and woo-woo artists all the time. So it is important for us to be able to speak out and recognize that spirituality and science can coexist. <laughs> I love that. The great goddess didn't tell you to be an anti-vaxxer. Well, and, and the, the, the truth of the matter is that even though I've heard there are there are suspicions that some vaccines are not are have are not the greatest, more vaccines than not have eliminated diseases that yeah, yeah. plague that plagued us. You know, and mm-hmm. so I am the first one to be on the herbal bandwagon and on taking my vitamins and all this. Totally, but yeah. I am more worried about COVID than I am worried about this vaccine, and I'm going to take it as soon as it's available to me. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I wish I could I wish I wish could get it now, but where I live, um, they're saying that I may not be able to get and I'm 73, and but I still won't be able to get it for months. And uh, Oh, jeez. You know, it's a, because Sonoma County, for some reason, I don't know, we don't have enough of it or something. I, I Who knows? But, you know. So it goes. Well, there's not, a, there's not enough. They, they, they didn't. There was no plan for the rollout. Biden is yeah. not developing a plan. There was no plan for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I this is definitely attributable to Trump because they 
the way it was sent around California is just was kind of random, and some counties mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. more than you know enough, and some counties got zip. <laughs> it's like it doesn't. It wasn't like planned. It was like so unplanned. And yes, mm-hmm. Biden administration. The Biden administration is absolutely trying to um, normalize this. The other thing I've been seeing on on um, crap social media is this state the picture of uh Kamala Harris getting vaccinated saying that they mm-hmm. used a capped vaccine uh, a syringe that she no needle actually went into her have you heard that crazy no oh, but girl, i highly I doubt that because i just watched a webinar with like three members of their biden of their uh the biden harris uh covid task force talking about how everybody wants solutions so i doubt that she would take i doubt that she would avoid a vaccine i doubt it Right. Well, no, no, this is just one of those crazy things like, you know, aliens landed in Roswell, New Mexico. It's just like, you know, and Kamala Harris used a capped syringe so she didn't actually have to take the the thing. And she's a betrayer of the black community by oh, pretending to, you see, and she's going to get all of us killed. No, really, I saw this on crap Facebook, you know. I can only block people as fast as they show their little heads. It's a game of whack-a-mole, but, you know, it... it I can't take much more of this crazy because these people who uh, spread lies like this, white and black alike, you know, Asian, you name it, whoever spreads these lies, um, really, um, it's like it's like shouting fire in a crowded theater. This panic mongering, yeah. this rumor yeah. mongering, yeah. has just yeah. been horrible, just horrible. Well said. Well, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't like... agree more with you. This mm-hmm. is the first time that a vaccine or that or that a, a, uh, or that protection against a vaccine has been politicized. It's the first time that the that organizations like the CDC have been muzzled. Uh, mm-hmm. So there is something new going on, but I just have to say we've got to trust in the science because the science was not manipulated mm-hmm. by any politics, and that is what produced yeah. this vaccine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look, there's there's a, there are valid criticisms, right? Is the is the is the ongoing theme of today. There's valid criticisms of the pharmaceutical companies, right? The the Trump administration mismanaged the uh, rollout, but we also know that AstraZeneca, for example, is playing a little bit of like who gets it first and how much we're going to charge. There's an unequal distribution globally, right? The global South is not going to get the vaccine in the same way that we will, right? These are ongoing real, real issues. But the deep frustration that I have here is towards what Ms. Kat just said, this, that rumor mill, the conspiracy mill, because it's not neutral. It's not harmless. It's going to get people killed. It already has gotten people killed. The reason this disease is as out of control as it is is because a significant number of Americans already believe that it was a hoax, already believe that it was as deadly as it was made out to be, and so they didn't take precautions. There's a reason why Mm -hmm. America's death rate is the way that it is. There's a reason why Australia is back to normal, New Zealand is back to normal, South Korea is back to normal, Vietnam is back to normal, Germany is back to normal. There's a reason why. And there's a reason why America looks the way that it does. And it's a result of the fact that we have a significant number of people who's willing to believe Joe from Facebook, but is unwilling to trust the leading virologist and epidemiologist in the country. That's a problem. 
That's a serious That's issue. right. If you think Joe from Facebook is your trusted source of news and information, then you go out there and you don't wear your mask. And you go out there and you say, I'm not going to take that vaccine. Because what you've done is you've contributed to ensure this thing, which should have been handled months ago. By winter yeah. time, this, this thing should have been under control. Should have been under mm-hmm. control. And here we are almost at half a million deaths. That's, 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 an, that's a problem, right? Rumor mill is not harmless. So, you know, when I see that stuff, it just right. it pisses me off. It pisses me off. And, oh, look, she <laughs> didn't get the vaccine. She's actually – and you're sitting there going, you're, congratulations. You've managed to kill at least another five people with that post. Yeah. Cousin Joshua said something in the chat room and um, about this Kamala Harris uh, false news that the idea that she did not actually have a needle uh, stuck into her arm, but it was capped. And Cousin Joshua says some vaccines are being given using new syringes that have self-retracting and capping needles. It's really confusing, folks who are unfamiliar with them, they are a lot safer to reduce needle sticks by the providers. And that is true. They do, they, they have a retractable needle point, which then um, closes it off so that the provider can't get a needle stick. And I say this, my daughter is a doctor, as I've mentioned before. Um, she has, you know, got a, a needle stick while treating an, a patient who had AIDS. She had to go through all of the everything. She was okay. But, you know, that kind of stuff is dangerous to providers. And um, certainly getting needle sticks is not something that you want to mess around with. Yeah. No. Yeah. The the rollout of this vaccine and the, uh, our ability as a country, as a country to come together and Get this vaccine. Our ability to come together and get this vaccine will determine whether we have a 2021 or not. If 2021 Mm is, if we don't, if we fail as a people to take this vaccine and get this disease under control, then guess what? You're going to have another summer where where it looks like 2020. You're going to have another spring break. Already, I'll tell you, spring breaks have been canceled in most uh, universities. And the reason for that is that it doesn't look like this thing is going to be under control before June. So if we, if we don't want 2021 to look like 2020, I know people complain, oh, man, I was in lockdown all year. I couldn't do anything with my friends or family. If you don't want that to happen, guess what? There's a solution. <laughs> the solution yeah. has been provided so that this year doesn't look like last year. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've been, uh, we've been uh, talking about COVID-19 and the black community, and I I want to say – Um, something else too. The Hispanic community has also suffered disproportionately. And um, again, this may be related to this vitamin D thing because the browner your skin, the lower your vitamin D, not that vitamin D is going to cure you of COVID, but it will um, prevent some infection and it will lessen the risk of hospitalization and death. And it's really kind of... um, something to think about again if you're hispanic as well as if you're black so just trying to get that word out there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um and also if you're old or obese it doesn't matter what your skin color is right old and obese take your vitamin d Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so while we all wait for that vaccine while we wait um and Hopefully, hopefully we might change a few minds. I don't know. We, you know, we've done our best here with this yeah, show to try yeah. to open a few eyes, tell people, uh, look for yourself. I want to um, give a 
special shout-out to Onyx Rose, who took on the thankless task of playing devil's advocate <laughs> and, 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 and saying, no, 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 what if it's really bad? And thank you, Onyx Rose, because we, we had a little chat about that in the chat room. And well, from um, what I you... understand, the vaccine will be free, and they are, I think, making plans to develop mobile sites to send it, the, the vaccine into the communities. So everybody just should stay on top of be, getting their place in line, you know, and, and mm-hmm. signing up for it when, when it's available. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 in terms of practical root work, something that I super recommend during this time, Althea, it is your best plant ally. Put out a bowl of Althea with a cup of water and a white candle on an altar to ensure that you can get the vaccine in a speedy manner, to ensure that the doctor that you get is truly helpful to you and recognizes your needs. Althea is the spirit ally that will bring the physical ally of a, the right medical health professional and the right medicine for you. So this is the time for it. You should have an ongoing altar, in my opinion, with a bowl of Althea if you have an ancestral altar or you have an altar where you do your work. Put Althea out there. Put a cup of water. Light a candle. Althea is a powerful, powerful plant ally and probably the perfect plant ally for this particular moment in history. Keep it out there, and it will bring to you the right medicine and the right doctor to administer that medicine. And and if you want to just rely on granny magic, just always remember your Vicks VapoRub. It can't hurt you. Oh, I love love VapoRub. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I also really have, have, have added other things. Uh, garlic is an antiviral. Onions are antiviral. These aren't going to save you, but you might want to just consider raw onions and raw garlic in your food. And uh, it doesn't matter if it stinks you up a little bit because you're going to be in quarantine anyway. You're going to be locked down and nobody will smell you. So. I just want to thank just, you again for allowing me to come on this show and talk about this like this. And thanks, Papa G, for giving me your spot and just, Everybody, really, just think about it. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. There's a. There is also at air. There is a um, a page, and maybe we can get that URL um, of the COVID nineteen um, talismanic Jewish uh, anti plague, and mm. uh, there's a photo of it, and um, and I, you know. Des, uh, your, designed it with Lara, with Lara Rivera, and with Dr. Jeremy, and uh, we'll get the URL up for that. It, it's also Anti-COVID. the first picture on your page. Yes, it's on. It's on my. If you go right, if you go to air to the Miss Cat Ironwood, you will see picture. the picture of it. Thank you. That's right. All right, our time is up, and um. And we will uh, bring in a client and do a reading, I've been told. So let's turn this over. Stay tuned. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood, Conjurman, and this week's special guest, Sister Girl, will be right back. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-888-4-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League, 
a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and talk to our client. Our client today is calling from Malaysia, and I believe they go by Miss Libra. Miss Libra, are you there? Hi, yeah, I'm in. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, yeah, thank you for joining us today. Um, I'm going to read through your synopsis. It looks like you've never had a reading with our guest or uh, Miss Katz. Is that correct? Yes, true. Excellent. Thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and read your situation and then turn it over to our host. So Miss Lieber writes, I started my Saturn return last year and all hell broke loose. I went through two terminations in the same year, had a bike accident. I have a jobless boyfriend and I'm financially unstable. Overall bad health and emotional turmoil. This year did not start off well for me too. I would like to know what 2021 has in store for me to prepare and how to deal with Saturn return. Turning it over to you, Ms. Kat. Wow, Ms. Libra. Um, well, I don't have to ask you what your sign is. I presume you're a Libra, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a Libra sun, Capricorn rising, and Cancer moon. Oh, dear. Capricorn oh, dear. rising, yeah. Cap- yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, Conjure Man. So I don't know how, well, you must know something about astrology because you did mention what your rising sign is and what your moon is. So Capricorn has been the sign that has been the most hard hit during the recent um, late lamented pileup in Capricorn between Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, which had its own little crazy squares to Mars and other crazy awful going on. That is now uh, coming apart and has moved onward, but it's left a lot of very wounded Capricorns and people with prominent Capricorn points, like a rising sign, in its wake. Mm-hmm. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, and you're having your Saturn return. So basically this is just a, a lousy time. Now, I'm curious, have you ever had your actual chart done and looked at your birth chart? I did, but that was many years back, not for not for this current year. Okay. Well, I would, mm-hmm. if I were you, go, go online and see if you can get a free chart done. I'd be very curious to know if you have any planets in Aquarius, because if this is not lifting for you, it's probably because it's just still plowing through what you've got. But the Saturn return is a real wake-up call to the bad parts of being an adult. The um, the loss of a job, uh, many people go through a divorce, uh, chronic illnesses which were um, you know, not seen during childhood or teenage years suddenly begin to show up. Um, and depending on where your Saturn is and what aspects it makes on your chart, it can be really devastating to, to two and a half years for a person to go through their Saturn return. And um, Evan says she's got Saturn and Jupiter transiting her eighth. Um, and the countryman says where her Saturn would be is important to know. Um, so, yeah, if, if one of you guys can just do a quick analysis. We know if she's going through her Saturn return. Let's ask, Hun, what year were you born? 1992. I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear you. Uh, sorry, 1992. 
1992. Okay, someone run that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll find out. But it, it seems if it's going through your eighth, Saturn and Jupiter transiting your eighth house, um, by whole sign is what Evan says, and that is one way to do a chart. Um, that is the house of death. <laughs> it's not a good place for them to go to. So I'm really sorry to say that we're looking yeah. at um, death, sex, and taxes, as Evan. I, I like to call it birth, sex, and death. But it's definitely, unfortunately, this year is going to be difficult for you as well. Now, that's just an astrological reading, um, and it's it's a little on the loosey-goosey side. But when reading the larger, um, farther-out planets, we can be loosey-goosey because they move so slowly. And we don't know where your moon is. We don't know all these little uh, nuances, but it's not um, that um, important to get every little bit of it. So what your question is, is, you know, how can you deal with this? And um, I'm going to read a couple of cards also, um, because looking at it astrologically, we know this is awful. So I'm just going to do the cards, three-card cut, and I'm going to see what I get here. One, two, oh, no. Oh, yuck. Okay, really bad. I'm sorry. This is not going to be easy for you. Um, People who know me (laughs) know when I go, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, when I've cut the cards. Um, First of all, we have three trumps. That is not unheard of, but it would be like having three cards of the same suit. And the three trumps are in order of application. The empress, which is a young, beautiful lady on a throne outdoors in nature with a little waterfall and trees, and and she's got love. She's got a a Venus symbol on on a... big shield in the form of a heart and she's got Venus symbols embroidered all over her soft beautiful cushions and she's got little rosebuds embroidered all over her dress and she's got a crown of stars and she's very intelligent she's got a a crown of bay laurel leaves lovely card and so one thing that may be in store for you might be um, love I mean this is a love card and it also can be a card of fertility or pregnancy So that's good. But the next card is the tower. And the tower is the card of disaster. And it shows a a tower struck by lightning. And the top of the tower is flying off. The tower is on fire. People are jumping down. It's a black sky with smoke in the night. And they're trying to save themselves and failing miserably. And this is a card that says some of your plans will be torn down this year. You are inherently... Um, a, a Libra. The, the card of the, the Empress is a Venus. It's, it's your, your natural beauty shows, but it's a bad time for you. And the third card is equally ugly. It's the moon. So it's not so deadly, but the moon shows mental um, problems, mental stress, mental instability. Things begin to come out of balance, whereas Libra is, you know, the balance beam and everything is balanced. This is a dog and a wolf howling at the moon. And the the dog is friendly. The wolf is unfriendly. And so things in your life are going to get out of balance. And there's two watchtowers. You're going to have to kind of 
create some boundaries here. There's a, a path between the watchtowers. Don't cross the line on one side the dog, on one side the wolf. Not And you said you had Cancer Moon, and there's a little crawfish in the water here. That's the Cancer Moon, and the moon is looking down. So I'm going to tell you there's going to be a lot of emotional turmoil this year for you, too. I'm so sorry because this is a really um, disturbed reading. So you, I want you to be... Um, be prepared. <laughs> That's the best I can say at this point. Um, so, um, how about Sister Girl? Can you do a reading? Yeah. Okay. So, I did. I also got the Moon card, but I wanted to start off by saying that I do. While I do see you going through a difficult times, and I do think that balance can be achieved. However, it's going to be through you focusing on your intuition and on your and on on your balanced emotions and keeping yourself, you know, um balanced, paying attention to dreams. If you have any premonition dreams or anything that comes to you that is notable in your dreams, uh that's also from the moon. Some things are going to come to you at night that wouldn't come in the light of day. Some things will be revealed to you at night. Um the first card out was the two of of coins, two of pentacles, which is telling me that you're seeking balance, right? Uh, I do then get the five of wands and opposed by the eight of coins here, which is showing the disruption in your work and kind of things getting out of control. Then comes the moon, which is, as Miss Cat said, showing mental unrest, uh, kind of craziness, madness. But the caution with the moon is do not throw the baby out with the bathwater. And also pay attention to your dreams. Uh, definitely, uh, this is a time for you to go inward. You show up here as the Queen of Cups, and the Queen of Cups is intuitive, and and uh, so it's time for you to use your intuition for yourself. You do need to reorganize yourself. This could also be an opportunity for you to reorganize yourself. The card that tells me that is the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords might mean you need to reorganize your resume, revamp your resume, maybe revamp certain areas of your home or your life. I don't know how it pertains to you, but you will have an opportunity, and and maybe this is the opportunity that that you're seeking. Don't let anybody criticize you right now. Don't let anybody put you down, criticize you. Do what seems right for you. The Eight of Cups is telling me that. And things can work out for you. I think listen very carefully to the root work that you're offered because that, I believe, will be the way that you can start to gain some balance. Um, And the Ace of Coins tells me that, which leads me to the Chariot, which sets you on the right path again. So no, it's not going to be an easy time, maybe another bad year, but you have a way out of it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, this is a this is a really severe reading and I'm so sorry because I you know, I love to say tell people, Oh, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fine. Um, but in a way that's being um dismissive of the real issues here and um it's not good. Let's turn this over to Conjurman Ali and see what he can come up with in the way of remediation or help. 
Yeah. Um, so we, uh, Evan and I played a little bit of uh, astrological detective <laughs> while we were mm-hmm. chatting. Uh, mm-hmm. and we, so with your, your Capricorn uh, rising, that pile up in Aquarius has been in your second house. That's the money issues. Mm-hmm. That's the difficulties there. And with uh, it literally Saturn and Jupiter transiting from your first house into your second house. First house is the body. That's the accident. Second house is money. That's all the difficulties financially. You said you had an astrological mm-hmm. reading ages ago. You must get a new one. I, I say this to people all the time, and it doesn't always have to be an astrological reading, just any type of life reading. Anytime you're going through your Saturn return or coming out of your Saturn return, you need to check in. It's like getting a doctor's check-in. Look to see what the year ahead looks for you. Look to get a natal reading or a year ahead or something along those lines to see what you can expect coming out of the Saturn return. Because not always when you come out of a Saturn return, everything becomes sunshine and roses. Some of those transits can be pretty funky, right? If, if, we're, if we're reading your chart right based off the whole sign, for example, Mars is going through, Mars is transiting, you know, Taurus right now. That's not a good place mm-hmm. for, for you, right? Mars is not in a, is a detriment in, in, in Taurus. It's not in a happy place. It's going to cause issues. So this is why it's important to get that type of reading. So that's the first thing I would recommend, practical solution. Get a type of life reading of some sort that you feel resonates with you so that you can see what's going on in your life right now and what you can expect, not just in 2021, but going forward and how it impacts you directly. So that's the first step. The second step is you start with some serious, serious cleansing work. My recommendation is to first cleanse your home. Cleanse your home. Cleanse it as best as you can. Use some Chinese floor wash. What ends up happening, particularly during uh, Saturn's influence, whether you're, when you're going through Saturn, a Saturn return, is that it piles up spiritually and physically in your house. More often than not, clients will have a lot of clutter in their house. They'll have a lot of stuff. And so a lot of deep cleaning is recommended as you're coming out of your Saturn return. Um, some people do it intuitively. They're like, yeah, I really spend a lot of time cleaning during Saturn return. <laughs> That's Saturn's influence, right? You've got to get the clutter out, get the hoarding out. It's the miserly nature of Saturn. So clean the house, but make sure that it's also a spiritual cleansing. Use some Chinese floor wash. Wash your house. Remove any uh, spiritual uh, influence that may have been built up. One of the things that Saturn does is Saturn is deals with debt, spiritual debt, not D-E-A-T-H, D-E-B-T. The things that we have let pile up in our lives comes to the forefront whenever Saturn's influence is felt. And so that's why we want to spiritually cleanse. We want to remove anything that may have been building up emotionally and spiritually. And then you want to cleanse the body. Get yourself some rue, some agrimony, brew this into a tea, and then add a couple splashes of Florida water and make it nice and murky and cloudy and kind of swirl your finger around it and pray. It'll have a wonderful scent. Use this to cleanse the body. Use it. And the reason we're using warm baths here is we're trying to counter the influence of Saturn, which is made up of, which is elementally cold and dry, so it's very brittle. We want to warm up. And so we want to use this warm tea to warm the body, to cleanse it, to purify any particular influence. And then we're going to do some candle magic, a little bit of light to drive away the darkness, a little bit of heat to drive away the cold and sterility of Saturn. I want you to get yourself a solar talisman. You can look up the Solomonic seals, pick one that really uh, resonates with you. The first Solomonic seal of the sun, it might be ideal, but pick any one that really 
resonates towards what you want. Several of them will be around uh, renown and glory. Pick one. If you're not comfortable working with Solomonic seals, you can choose other forms of talismans. You can get, for example, a small sun talisman. You can purchase a small iconography of the sun, whatever, you know, that, that represents that sort of warmness that really stands out to you. You're going to set this up in the middle of your altar, place it right in the middle, and then around it in four corners, as if you were making a crossroads, you're going to put white candles. At the uh, front candles, the two front candles, you are going to dress them with blockbuster and road opening oil. The two candles in the back, the two kind of uh, legs in the back of this crossroads, you're going to dress with the left one, attraction, and on the uh, right one, you're going to dress with crown of success. You're going to pray over these candles. Lord, open all my roads, remove all obstacles, bring to me success, joy, happiness, and victory. As the candles are burning down, make sure that you are praying. And you are praying over this uh, talisman in the center, this object in the center, this solar talisman. You're praying and clearly stating your intentions. Once the candles have all burned down, what you're going to do is you're going to take the candles that represented road opening and dispose of them at the crossroads. The candles that represented success and, and attraction, you're going to bury those in your front yard. You are then going to take Van Van oil and blessing oil and anoint, anoint the talisman that you have chosen for yourself. If it's a paper talisman, you're then going to fold it up and place it in your wallet or your purse. If it is a physical metallic talisman or some type of solar object that you pick, you're then going to wear it. This will be your personal charm for 2021. It will help to mitigate some of the factors that you've been experiencing. A more in-depth reading of your particular astrological chart or your life reading or whatever can give you a more customized working but this is what I see as the first steps towards removing some of those blocks. Uh, we have a few seconds. So let's see if, if Miss Cat and Sister Girl have anything further to add. That was just about as good as it gets, man. I really love that. I really thought that was great. And um, I have nothing to add um, other than, you know, if you're going to wear that talisman, if you want to wear it as jewelry, then get a nice-looking one. If you want to do it on paper and put it in a mojo bag, you could add some of that rue and agrimony that he mentioned, and I also might add a little pinch of aspond to that and make a little mojo bag with it. I see that charm as being very important because that might have been the, the – when I get the ace of coins, the ace of pentacles – I, I see that as mm-hmm. a talisman, so I think that's mm-hmm. quite important. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Something that, um, something that Evan said and, we should just bring up is that we're, that we're coming up on a Mercury in retrograde, so it might be a good time to revise your game plan for 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, here comes our music, and uh, we're going to have our fantastic... Uh, Electronic extravaganza of pure soul. <laughs> the LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6.00. 
The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron, with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time to go to our free spell segment with Sister Girl of SisterGirlConjure.com in Los Angeles, California. Take it away, Sister Girl. Okay, so for this week, we're gonna, I'm going to give you a multiple candle spell. You're going to need three candles. And this is going to help you uh, with navigating this COVID-19 madness, right? So you're going to need three seven-day glass and case candles. One should be white. One should be red, and one should be blue. You're going to dress all of these candles with uh, blessing oil, healing oil, and camphor. Uh, Like you're going to take a cake, a camphor cake, and just crumble Mm -hmm. it up. Not too much, just a little bit. Then you're going to set them up either on your altar or in a triangle, but in a safe place because they're going to burn down over several days. Uh, and you're going to first say the Our Father, recite the Our Father prayer, uh, and then the 23rd Psalm. And then after you've recited the 23rd Psalm, you're going to just plead your case. You're going to say what you need help with, what you're worried about, what you what you want protection for, what, what you need in this situation. And then you're going to let the candles burn down. I am not intending for this to to be a spell that's going to protect you from any viruses or provide any kind of medical assistance. However, it may lead you to the right doctor. It may lead you to the right course of action. It may help facilitate you getting this vaccine, which I so want everybody to get. And that's what I, that's all I can suggest right now. That's really nice. I really like that. Not to prevent mm. infection or to cure disease, but to get you where you need to go to get the help you need. Um, that is that is something that we really all need at this time. What do you think, Ollie? Do you have anything to add to that? I, I love this, this type of working, and I'm a big believer of when we're dealing with crises like the ones that we're, we're dealing with, we complement it by turning to prayer, by setting out that candle, that setting up that light in those times of darkness. So I... I don't think that anyone should walk away from this conversation that we've had and think, oh, there's nothing I can do. I've just got to wait for that vaccine, right? Um, But instead to see it as, look, you trust the medicine, trust the science, but also do the spiritual work that will help with getting there. Light the candle, say the prayers, work for the. I mean, this is this is exactly what you should be doing. Um, I'm a. I think we should. Everyone should have a health altar altar during these times, a blessing altar mm-hmm. during these times, an altar where you keep your family on there, where you do regular prayers, where you light candles, uh, where you say prayers about getting the vaccine, about mitigating and protecting people from and then all from from COVID, and then also make sure that you're social distancing and wearing your mask. Right. This is the perfect time to to blend the science and the spiritual work together. Um, And I think it can be the key to making sure that we get through this. So I I absolutely love this work. So the the um, oils you're going to dress these three candles with, as I understood, were blessing oil, healing oil Mm. and crumbled camphor. Is that correct? 
That's correct. Okay, great. Yeah. Doc Murphy had it right, and I didn't catch them all. Thank you, yeah. Doc Murphy. Kemper is, Kemper is a fantastic, fantastic use here. I don't think people often think of cancer as crumbled up on candles or, or for health matters, but cancer has a cleansing component to it. This is one of the reasons why one of the old-timey root works is putting cancer in the four corners of the house to drive away evil spirit and evil uh, influences. Camphor purifies. It cleanses. It drives away. Um, it's considered, interestingly enough, the scent of heaven in Middle Eastern traditions. So if you're, the, if you're interested in, in that, you can cancer. Camphor is literally connected to heavenliness. So I think this is a particularly good thing. Drive away the evil. Drive away the negativity. Purify and cleanse with camphor. Yeah. Yes. I like the I like the red, white, and blue candle also for healing our nation. Mm-hmm. Because, um, as you know, we've suffered divisions of a type really almost unprecedented since the Civil War. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's just, it's been um, a tragedy for many to see this happen. And so the red, white, and blue, it, it feels good, the idea of putting healing and blessing on that uh, Republican red candle. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> also, and, uh, be careful not to put too much camphor because it's very flammable and it can also, and you, and you, and you don't want to drown out the wick either. Yeah. 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 The, the, um, the thing about using um, vigil candles is interesting to me because, of course, people like them because they are relatively safe. You could do this same spell with red, white, and blue small candles, four-inch candles or six-inch candles. And instead of using the crumbled camphor, you could use essential oil of camphor diluted mm-hmm. in a carrier oil. So it would just be you know, like Lucky Mojo camphor oil. And it yeah. has the camphor in it, but it's been cut with almond oil to a safe level and it won't flame up. Because you're right, camphor is quite flammable. So that's right, another right, way to yeah. do it. People also and I just, burn it as just go ahead. No, no, I, I have one last thing after you say that. I was just gonna say you can also burn camphor as incense. Oh That's yeah, true. and in it, in in a Hindi tradition, they burn it uh, actually, and they the, the flame they burn camphor uh, cakes, and it makes a beautiful mm-hmm. flame. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but. I just wanted to offer a website if anybody wanted COVID vaccine facts. It's www.covidvaccinefacts.org. And uh, if you have questions about the vaccine, about the safety, about the efficacy, anything like that. That's really great. Lavender Love asked, I'm sorry, Ms. Cat said that I could make a mojo if I only get a paper seal for my solar talisman. Uh, may I ask what oil do I feed my mojo? Well, I would uh, maybe consider using Florida water, which is used for health. And um, it's a it's a health enhancer and has a long reputation for, um, you know, the fountain of youth and life and things like that. If you wanted to use an oil, you could use healing oil. And um, and uh, you know, or something of that nature, or you could use sun oil. In other words, the the compounded oil that's uh, got a carrier oil with it that has essential oils. It goes under the name of sun oil because it's a solar talisman. That's, mm. Those are three entirely different approaches to it. Um, just off the top of my head. Okay, um, I personally. Um, Oh, and Ollie said also Hoyt's cologne for luck. <laughs> yeah, right. And there's nothing quite like taking a mix. Here we're going to go off into me and my little fanaticism. 4711, 
4711, Hoist Cologne, and Florida Water mixed in equal parts. You're going to love it, mm. folks. <laughs> 4711 is my favorite of the three, but they're related scents, and they all go back a long, hundreds of years in terms of their popularity. All right, well, here's our music, which could step up its volume one little notch, and we'd hear it. Um, here it comes. Yeah, they're <laughs> coming around the bend. All right, take it away, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Miss Cat, and thanks, Conjure Man, and thanks, Sister Girl of Sister Girl Conjure in Los Angeles, California, for being our guest this week. Please join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers will be Miss Athena of GothamConjure.com in New York for bringing us the, to- uh, bring us the topic of Feng Shui. Once again, we've come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjureman at conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Evan Lionheart, joining you from EvanLionheart.com in New Jersey. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via LuckyMojo.com forward slash radio show dot HTML. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you will hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you very, very much, Evan, and thank you, Sister Girl. Um, I don't have much else to add except for stay safe out there. Now, by stay safe, I mean... Wear a mask if you're going to go out, folks. We didn't even touch on mask, the anti-maskers, right? We're we're over the anti-maskers, right? <laughs> now we're just dealing with the anti-vaxxers. Holy moly! We're, oh we're, we're, we're leaving. We're leaving the anti-maskers in 2020. New Year. Yes, right. <laughs> Wear your mask. Get your vaccine. <laughs> vitamins. Wear your mask. Get Stay. your vaccine. Take your vitamin D. Stay safe. Um, order your food online. <laughs> Prepare it at home. <laughs> we we love you. And follow me on Patreon. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye. bye.